Super Fun Super Show is brought to you by bu the Bubble Party. <laughs> Coming this fall on Fox. Do you got your bubbles? If there's a bubble, there's a party. This fall on Fox, Super Fun Super Show. It's an advertisement that may or may not be real. I was gonna say, I feel like I feel like that could be a very PG or a very NC seventeen. It depends what what the time <laughs> really? slot. Ooh. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, are we at FXX? Can we be at FXX? There you go. So I that like way that. we could have like Andy Sternberg just like completely naked sharing a bathtub with me. Yeah, it's not Fo a dream. Fox keeps a very <laughs> fluid schedule. Uh, they just like to keep it fast and loose, and they like to have everyone submit two different types of scripts, a rated PG one yeah. and a rated late night PG well, they have, I, So they can put it in, if, like, if we have a, an opening in our early morning lineup, we can slot, slot it in here. There was a Reno 911, um, or rather there was a Reno 99, or what is it called, uh, Brooklyn 99, wow. Yeah, Brooklyn, yeah. yeah you got Brooklyn it. There was an early morning Brooklyn 99 version that was designed for morning television, and we just got the late night one because there was an opening at late night. There you go. That's how the inner workings of television, Fox specifically, <laughs> works. Do not tell any of your friends about this at a dinner party. You are going to be thoroughly embarrassed. Sean Dwyer, Adam Patterson, Sean Brennan, Super Friends Super Show 169, here to talk to you about superhero movie news, comics, and the things relating to all those things. We are in the midst of San Diego Comic-Con. We are about day two, and already the news is just hitting us like pellets, like Dumbo has just sucked in a bunch of uh, peanuts and he's 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 using them like BBs. Is that a thing? At his uh, at the the other elephants who were mean to him. Is that a thing? At the beginning of the movie. Did you know that Dumbo is only 60 minutes long? <laughs> what? My what? son we just rented it and my son watched it. So I I just watched it. Lame. I watched Dumbo this week but I have yet to watch Ant-Man and the Wasp. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, <laughs> not gotten around to Wait, it yet. Wait, which one's the one where the kid turns into um Pinocchio? Pinocchio. Oh, okay. How how long is Pinocchio? I feel like that that's forever, Probably right? Probably the same um, length as far as run length. Really? As because as I, time, yeah. there's a lot of horror in that one scene where like yeah, where they kids go to turn to goats. What they, donkeys. Donkeys? donkeys? Donkeys. Donkeys. Yeah, they go to Fantasy Island or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. yeah. The, I the, actually thought that that middle part from Pinocchio was in Dumbo. So I was expecting him to leave the circus, go to like this Fantasy Island thing, and then like. I forgot how it ended up, but it's a really tight 60 minutes Dumbo. Isn't there like a weird section that's very psychedelic? Yeah, there is. They drink some champagne. Oh, yeah, that's what that was. Like, hey, pink elephants everywhere. Which yes, is what that's happens. right. Yeah. I forgot about that. They but drink that some scene, champagne. That seems like really 10 weird. minutes long, though. Yes, right. <laughs> that is absolutely correct. They just wanted to show off their their writing and cartooning prowess at that at early age of animation. Yeah. Sean DeWire, Adam Patterson, and Sean Brennan all here. We are excited about San Diego Comic-Con. I'm sorry for bringing up Dumbo because we got on a, about a 10 minute similar to that no, where they had a little uh, champagne fine. to drink and yeah, we go on yeah. like our, our little journey down Dumbo lane and we, we may or may not go to Fantasy Island. We'll find out. We'll see if it comes up over the course of the show and we're still talking about Dumbo. I can't believe it. 20 minutes in and a lot of things happening this week, of course. Um, a number of things. Let's leave it off with, I'm not sure if this is tied in exactly to San Diego comic-con but the big news of the day i'm not sure if you guys saw this you have twitter posts coming back to haunt you yeah from your ghost yep. of your past 2008 you have james gunn who is your director your your poster boy of the guardians of the galaxy you know really at the head of this at the helm of this already announcing that they have announced a that they have a a announced date, a release date for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, and he was fired today by Disney. Right. What for comments that he made back in 2008 when Twitter was still in its infancy. Which is interesting because it's not as if 
it's not as if Disney couldn't go back and do that themselves. Right. It's not as if Disney could have just like retweeted what he tweeted, which right. was like, "Oh, guy, guys, I'm sorry. What I was, what I was doing when I was young, I was trying to do X, Y, and Z." Which really follows mm-hmm. on the heels of like everyone taking accountability for their past actions, regardless right. of what they were or how long ago they were. So. It's so 2008 was 10 years ago. So yeah. it, my my wife and I were actually discussing this. If James Gunn should have been fired for social media comments he made a decade ago. And she's like, well, if he was like in his teens, your brain is still developing. He was 41 10 years ago. Was and, he really? So he's 51 now. And wow. I know he was raised in, I'm just because I have his Wikipedia up, St. Louis, Missouri. Maybe things were a little different in Missouri in those days. I, I don't want to go back to the argument that the world was different in 2008. No. But <laughs> I think people... We're not in Denver. I know. <laughs> Denver is still catching up. Um, but you have, you know, 2008 was, Twitter was really still coming into its own. People weren't really as as conscious and mindful in terms of how you, to use it and really how documenting each of your thoughts and opinions and jokes could come back to haunt you down the line. I think people were not as aware back then. See, I no, I don't think, okay, two things. I don't think that's true. Okay. I think, I think for the most part that people fully understand that when they put something online, it's there forever, especially if you're in the forties or in, in, if in you're your in 40s. your 40s, yeah. and you've had the right. internet since 1995, I believe was the first smartphone, right? So the internet has been around since the 80s. <laughs> um, um, was, was, did they have smartphones in 95? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I they, they had regular cell phones. What was it? No, Wi-Fi started in 95. Yeah. I'm sorry, 2000 and something was this first smartphone. But Wi-Fi started. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, the internet's been around. The internet's AOL, been around, and we, we were getting we those know, three-hour softwares. Oh, those, right. Those we, we know that we know that these things happen. Yeah. I, 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 but secondly, I think that it's he was a shock jock, right? He's probably he was in yeah. his forties. He was still trying to make a name for himself. Right, right. He didn't he didn't have the clout that he had today. So how do you do that? Just like you do today. Well, you stir a little pot, right? Yeah. And you start stirring up the shit, and the next thing you know, you you know you get on somebody's radar, and then they start looking at your work, and then you've mm-hmm. gotten where you where you get to go. Well, he worked in trauma films. That was his start too. Right. right. Like he did. Yeah. Uh, was it Romeo and Dead Yet or something? Like- yeah, he did Super, which was a very raunchy superhero film. Oh, golly, film. yeah. Super with uh, the two actors. Rain uh, Wilson Rain and Wilson Ellen Page. Page. Which was a very raunchy. Yeah. Yeah, it's essentially it the, was the dark. comedic style, dark type of humor. In yeah. I mean, those are the types. I don't want to excuse this, uh, of course. he. Those are the types of jokes that he was making from that film. Right. And again, 2008 was, I don't want to say it was a different time, but the Me Too movement. All these things coming to light was not quite in the public forefront 10 years ago as it is now. Well, even watching, like, even if you watch movies from 10 years ago, like, right. things don't age well. There are movies, what was it, like, any sort of movie like, right. um, uh, what was it, like, Blazing Aces or whatever it is? Oh, Blazing Saddles? Saddles? Yeah. No, 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 something with oh, Aces. Okay. Aces. Oh, uh, I know which one you mean. Yes. The, one, the one where Jeremy Pivens, the guy yep. who throws the cart, like throw, that. That yeah. movie's terrible. Ace is wild. Yeah, Ace is wild. That movie okay. has aged horribly, <laughs> and that was like ten years ago. Right. So the the thing is, is Things, that, right, again, but it, it's really hard because I forget how old James Gunn is, he, and it's right. just he's a he is a man who is a middle he's a middle aged man at this point. Yeah, and also the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie came out how long ago? Maybe. About six or Seven, so eight? years. Yeah. Okay. So so he was just probably writing 
right. this movie, the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that what we have here is that someone who was, like, saying stuff, trying to, like, again, be controversial, and then... He gets a big break, and everyone's just like, "Oh, that was a pretty squeaky clean movie." Did you it read was good. The t- so, did you read? Did you guys read the tweets? I did that not. Were, that were pulled from two thousand eight. I me did. With it. Oh, I, both of you hit me with it. Well, they. I don't. I don't have them in front of me, but they. They're about rape jokes. Yeah, about they're, murdering they're brutal. People. They're pretty brutal. He make. He's just making rape jokes, which, you know, he's. They're jokes, but they're pretty tasteless, and I know that's. You know, comedians. If he's making a joke, but again, you, it, it looks, poor, it reflects poorly on him, Disney, and in this current environment where you have other actors, celebrities, basically they're 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 committing career suicide with things that they're tweeting, saying in present day, and being fired. Should you be held to that same exact standard for something you said ten years ago? Well, here here you go. So I'm, this is this is sort of. It's an interesting argument. Two, two ways of looking at it. First off is right. that it's the, um, there's the RPG, not RPG. Um, yeah, real, yeah, real player game, right? So RPG. But the big thing about it is this. So he's, he's now employed by a company that has a very strict moral policy and ethical right. policy. Therefore, everything needs to be washed and squeaky clean. Now, it used to be that as long as you are employed by that company, you have to be squeaky clean. Now mm-hmm. it is for for your entire life, you have to be squeaky well, clean in order to be employed. Right. Everything has been documented. Right. Everything is in the archive now. So so it's it's almost like you know if if you're playing a role playing game mm-hmm. and it's it's where all of a sudden you're in the middle of playing your game and you've decked out your character and all of a sudden you say, wait a minute. <laughs> I decked out my character completely wrong for this game because I just figured out the rules. Yes. It's yeah. it's like it, it, all those people that say, hey, I want to be an actor, but I can't make money being an actor, so I'm going to do a little porn, and all of a sudden it comes mm-hmm. back to haunt them. Yeah. You know, it's That's the same sort of deal this, where, right. it's, where it's like you either suffer and suffer greatly and still have a 1% to 2% chance, or you try something and you are punished for the rest of your life for it. Right. And it's not it's not even like, you know, you you genuinely are are convicted of some felony. Mm-hmm. It's it's more just public opinion as well as, you know, personality and like like you're saying, super super and a couple other ones he he made and it's they're of that ilk, yeah. you know, and they, That's it's, right. it's like, it's like somebody doing a Saw movie and then making these horrible, both jokes as well as references. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, but their work is good enough or they write something for a children's book or a children's movie. And all of a sudden they can't get that published because they are associated with. Yes. Yes. And you know, he works for Disney and Disney has right. a reputation to uphold and in this if this were say 3 years ago uh prior to Roseanne prior to uh to Roseanne Barr you know with the comments she made and she lost her job and her career essentially i think this might have been treated this would have been treated very differently because i don't think cuz he's a very outspoken yeah. person and a very combative person on twitter and he apparently pissed off the wrong reporter with a with a uh, with a political you know, opinion that was different than his. And he went and that reporter did some serious reporting and went back deep into his Twitter logs and found something from, you know, that person really would have had to have done a lot of digging to go, do you know how difficult it is? Unless he has a, some type of software I just <laughs> to say, go I, back I feel, to the beginning of someone's Twitter timeline 10 years ago. It, it shouldn't be hard to go back there. The, the issue is that there are, 
there are stops that you can put on your Twitter account to say, yes. you know, after this time well, period, it's no longer public. It's private. Well, or, or other if things anything, like that. this, I would hope, sets off a warning fire within the acting community in Hollywood to go back and scrub your early tweets. Yeah, so maybe... If you, have, if you said anything, because, you know, it was the Wild West. We were all <laughs> still learning how to use Twitter in 2008. It was brand new. Social media was essentially pretty new in 2007, 2008. That's when it was really kind of coming into popularity. So if you have anything, if you are, you know, one of our, in our celebrity wing, uh, such much like Scientology, we have a celebra- celebrity wing mm-hmm. of our of our religion here, the cult of super, uh, as we, we are now becoming known as if you are a celebrity, go back because this could be you. And especially if you are, you know, if you live in a glass house and you're throwing stones, you know, in a flame war with someone online, you got to make sure that your house is clean. And just remember, you either survive this or you become a warning for other people. Right. That's right. <laughs> so we'll see. I think James Gunn will come back from this. Uh, it's going to take some time. Will he work for, for Marvel or Disney, probably not in the, in the near future. But people are already saying that, um, what's his name? Uh, Waka Titi. What's his first name? From Dark from Thor Ragnarok. Uh, Taika Waka. Taika Waka. I had it backwards. Yeah. I had it backwards. Uh, that he would be perfect stepping in and directing Guardians of the Galaxy Volume, volume 3. He's already in-house. He is hilarious. That was probably... Thor Ragnarok was probably the funniest MCU movie that they've done. Perfect. I think that you slide him into Guardians of the Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy three. You don't lose a step. You already have a release date, and it's coming up. And uh, we'll see how that goes. But that is the big story to lead off the show. That actually just happened today uh, of the recording before getting into the San Diego Comic Con news and final thoughts on that before we move on. Yeah, I'm good. I mean, some of them are weird. There's one where he talks about Nambla. That's awkward. Yes. All right. So Sean, Br- yeah, he made some jokes about little boys and joining Nambla. Yeah. And rape is Sean Brennan is just kind of going through. Yeah. I, I was, forgot about the Nambla. Yeah. The Nambla I, one, I, right? I was just going through them. And it's it's really one of those times, again, like you come off a of Tromaville yeah. when like the whole thing is shock and you're trying to still shock people. Yeah. When you're 40. When you're 40. I know. Well, right. I mean, I think being fired if you have things that are still out there where you said that and it's still public record and you have done nothing to make sure that that has been scrubbed or, or hidden at least, yeah. or if, we're, if someone with some type of, of axe to grind against you uh, is able to just find those comments that you made and they're just public record, that's unfortunately on you and this yeah. I hope will be a lesson if, for if, other people. If he was still in Tromaville, this wouldn't be an issue. But now that he's the face of one of Marvel's biggest franchises... Right. It's they have to look at it a different mm-hmm. way. They have to be like, oh, we can't really have you doing that when you said this before. So, well, let's talk about San Diego Comic Con. What's yeah. the biggest news? What things have hit you guys is the most interesting thing to come out in this in these early days of San Diego Comic Con? We just started. I think we're in day two now. Uh, I'd say, Adam, you go first. Yeah, for me, for me, honestly, the fact that the magicians are now a part of the camp or Comic Con, you know, I, I feel like it's. Who are the magicians? Exactly. Okay. So, <laughs> so here, so I, I love the magicians. It's a, um, it's a book by Levy Grossman. It's a trilogy mm-hmm. uh, that they made into a sci-fi uh, TV series on sci-fi. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, and the, they're in their fourth season. It the first season was fantastic. It really sort of took off. Second and third season, you know, they became 
um, household, not household names, but, you know, grew up there and and now they're in Comic-Con. Now, it's it's one thing to say, and I believe they're in Comic-Con last year, but it, they didn't have the same pull as they did this year. Right. And the thing that sort of, I, I guess I guess I understand why they're there because it's it fits in that nerd realm, mm-hmm. and at the same time I'm like it's not a comic. It's one thing to say, hey, we're gonna you know happy on sci-fi or um, well, or the, the TV show. Comic Con is now it's just a celebration of pop culture, and that right. encompasses television, sci-fi. Obviously, fits within that realm of being yeah. The Walking Dead were a big part of it for the last five years. Exactly. For, to, People, nerdy people who are into, you know, that type yeah. of offbeat. Well, well, you can't even say offbeat. Like, that's basically what the uh, the, the hot thing is right now. Just yeah. adaptations of comics that are television shows and something in that genre. Well, I mean, think about it like how we have in Buffalo. We so have the Magicians fits right in. We have Nickel City Con and, right. Buff- and Buffalo... Comic Con, right? Comic Con. You're comparing Nickel City Con, which really is your celebration of pop culture, where they have celebrities and everything else, yeah. and, and you have a smaller Comic Con, Buffalo City Com- or Buffalo Comic Con, that has more creators, comic yeah. writers, artists, and is is more a celebration of just the comics. Exactly. It, it, right? It's one of those times where it's like, oh, oh, like like they're finally catching up, and not finally, but. They're bringing everything together, so it's, right. it's it's literally like, which is good and bad. like an Amazon of cons, I guess yes. I want to say, yeah, because right. it's that's just right. it's just everything. It's like we just we put out a rake and we just grabbed as much as we could, whatever is popular. Pretty that's much, really well, pretty that's, much, and, it. and, that's, and that's, that's the thing that I don't like yeah. about it because I feel like the the entire thing is yeah. it, it dilutes it. it when it, you say pop culture, what is you know what is the core? What is the uh, the core part of it's. Yeah, pop the pop, definition popular. and the diffusion, you know, right. and all it's of a sudden, popular. So yeah. that's whatever is popular, and pop culture kind of gets when you boil it down, it is whatever is popular, yeah. and it's a celebration of everything, whatever we like, everything. So everything. I mean, you've gone obviously in a different direction uh, as far as the direction of these cons and, and how they're evolving, but they're getting a lot more popular, a lot more coverage, and it is a they're they're better. Larger platforms, if you have a show on sci-fi that you're yeah. trying, you hold a panel and people are covering it, where if it's just a, a small comic book convention, that you're obviously you're not going to get the platform and you're not going to get, you know, a, a, the ability to have all of these uh, news outlets in front of you. Well, yeah. Think about when we went to um, Canada. Mm-hmm. Went to Tor- It wasn't Toronto, but we went to Canada. Right. The Canadian Expo? Right, uh, Niagara Falls Comic Con. Yeah, Niagara Falls Comic Con, and we sat in a room with Darwin Cook, mm-hmm. and it was just like a teeny little like l- like room you'd run out for like a meeting. You have like some snacks on the side and everything, but and that was it. And that was just that was just that was a creator and a writer of yeah. comics, but it wasn't as big as like a William Shatner or like Linda Br- Linda Blair coming through. Well, yeah, you, you guys were watching a movie like that. I think even um, David Hasselhoff. Oh, was at that convention because because he needs money and but you couldn't get in to his uh, Q and A session into his into his uh, his convention hall at all because he just you you can't get in you can't really enjoy it so it's good to have the, the the mix the big celebrities where you're waiting for hours to get into those rooms and the smaller comic book writers and artists who you can actually who you were able to just find a seat and listen to them talk and ask questions. And so it's really something for everyone. There's people who love the spectacle and people who love the, the more niche parts are able to find uh, what works for them. So a lot of information, a lot of news coming out of this. It's a lot to tell you. So we, let's kind of uh, 
Yeah, just say we we want take a shotgun approach to to the biggest news coming out. <laughs> uh, so obviously, uh, the wizards is it, the magicians rather is a, is a, is obviously this is a show on sci-fi. Yeah, that I <laughs> on sci-fi on sci-fi. sci-fi. Uh, a lot of other bigger news. Uh, probably the biggest news coming out of San Diego, San Diego Comic Con uh, that people are talking about because of uh, the content of the trailer is the first trailer of Titans, which is going to be on the DC Universe streaming app. Yeah, uh, the, the streaming platform that they're putting out, and they will get to that later. As far as they announce their price point, they announce some uh, some more details, more shows are no. coming out for it. But Titans are, are released their first trailer, and what do you guys think of the the first trailer? Obviously, there's uh, one line in particular that yeah. everyone's talking about. Yeah. but trailer um, as a whole, I think it looks I think it looks fine. I they, they really went for kind of the the gritty look, which right. I assumed they were going to do. Yeah, um, it was a lot of Batman. I mean, a Robin and Raven. There's a mm-hmm. lot more of, of that relationship than I thought there was going to be. Um, Starfire, after all is said and done, looked fine. Um, Beast Boy, <laughs> they didn't do much with Beast Boy. Yeah. I, I want to know how far they're going to take Beast Boy's transformations because... They didn't really get into... I don't think they, they showed them in full... Fully lit in this yeah. trailer. They might have yeah. shown like shadowy... Yeah, it was a uh, whole lot of Raven though. There was a whole lot of but... Raven and mm-hmm. her emotions... And a whole lot of like that sunken eye mm-hmm. sort of look, where it's like dark sunken oh, eye. Oh yeah, where the the darkness is rising yeah, 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 and coming yeah. through her pupils. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, they had a lot of that effect. I don't know. This feels to me like is it too gritty? They is it went, too gritty? I think they're they smash two things together. I think you have uh, the grittiness because you're trying to. I'm not sure if if, if there was a, a last minute push to kind of change directions of this. I don't think that if the idea if that this is going to be on one of the Turner Bra- Broadcasting Networks that this was going to be this adult of a show. You're not going to have a line like fuck Batman being said by oh, Dick Grayson. Said it. So I feel like they <laughs> <laughs> I said it. Can't believe it. Adam spit out his water as we're, as we're There's as water everywhere. I, did. I, I coughed a little. <laughs> I think they probably without seeing what the original pilot looked like added a lot more grit to this. So I feel like it's going to be Do do you think they they turned the dark layers. up? You yeah. think they turned oh, the dark up? Like think... like literally the light. Yes. They like dimmed the light dimmed down. The lights. <laughs> they have they're throwing batarangs at uh at street lights. Oh man, just to just to, to, just to get them out. Yeah, that's right. Uh so I think you're going to see a lot of scenes that looked that look untouched that were part of the original, you know, thing that was shot for USA Network and you're going to have things that were either brand new scenes that were shot just for the streaming service or retouched to make darker and grittier. I think it's really going to be a weird uh, first couple episodes Yeah, as you're starting to see kind of uh, come through the cracks what the show used to be on top of and on top of that what they want the show to be which yeah. is this gritty it's, you know titans for adults yeah I, I i don't know why they're going so grim and gritty on it yeah. when everything has pointed to Zack snyder's dc is bad <laughs> because it's too dark be, and too gritty well yeah. like, like i hear you i hear you it, it just there's a point where like Superman, right? Superman was like the first Superman was just dark enough where it was mm-hmm. like everything was kind of toned down and the whole overall message was like you're talking about Man of Steel. Yes, Man yeah. of Steel. I'm talking about Man of Steel. I'm sorry. You're not um, talking about Christopher Reeves being I'm, dark and oh god, he's so dark with uh, his his whimsy. Um, Adam's been out of his water again. <laughs> there's water everywhere he's a geyser right now (laughs) so much water but no like i i don't know why they decided that was a good idea Mm -hmm. um i don't know if that was one of the times where they make a trailer 
for things that aren't in the like the content, like how like you see like Daredevil doing yeah. trailers. Same thing with the with the Avengers, where there's like things that aren't in their final product that they put out there. You're saying that the scene, like the fuck Batman scene, isn't going to be in the show? Yeah, I don't. I like that. That's not the character. I mean, to me, that seems more like a Jason Todd character. Yeah. So I don't know if that's where they're going. I feel like they really that was filmed. I my feeling they just wanted to say it. They're like, gosh. They got it. these guys back as soon as they decided they were going to put this. I feel like the show was was shot a while ago because I feel like we were talking about yep. the show on USA forever ago. So I think they had the guys come back like almost a year or more later. And you do reshoots for movies, but I feel like this is yeah. so much time had had passed be- between when they shot the original thing and when they decided they're going to put it on, on this network. And but that should be, be even more of a cautionary tale. Yeah, so like, I, like yeah. Did, didn't you see how this played out like a year ago and you're changing it now? Well, the thing is, with this particular show, since they were going to put it on cable, they wanted to make it more adult-oriented, and especially now since they're putting it on this soon-to-be-announced network, they want to make it even more geared towards adults. Because on the CW, you have your light and poppy shows, and I think they are trying to make something for a different demographic. But isn't the Arrow, isn't Arrow kind of dark? That's, you know, that's... Arrow's dark. Arrow, but they want, so they wanted the, even more the, so. They wanted They darker. wanted something darker than Arrow. It, it's like the Silent Hill games, yeah. where you, in the, the very beginning, you have to turn it down so you can barely see, like, the dot. That's right. <laughs> like if you can see that it's still too bright, put it all the way down. So Dick Grayson obviously is is dressed like Tim Drake that they went with that style of Robin. He apparently has quite an issue with Batman. He's angsty. That it appears to be sort of his thing. His driving character trait is that there is a secret that you know as far as what went down between him and Batman. What was this fallout about? And I think if they do it right, if they, I feel like they're going to be teasing that a lot as far as, although I don't know how much they can actually reveal of Batman. So I feel like this is going to be no payoff. He's just going to talk sometimes. Me and Batman aren't, aren't bros like we used to be bros. Isn't that right, Starfire? Aren't, let's talk about you, Starfire. Enough about me. Let's talk I mean, about you, Starfire. You still hooking? You still hooking on the streets? Look at that, that wow. flashy jacket. Wow. She looks like a street walker. No, you come stop on. it. She just has, that's, that's she like, has a fuzzy jacket. That's <laughs> it. That's like saying that Raven looks like she cuts herself, you know, on the weekends. She does look like she cuts herself <laughs> on the weekends, and I okay. now will never be hired by Disney next to this show. <laughs> you, you neither, oddly neither, none of us will. Yes. Um, I'm... I'm interested to see again how dark they make yeah. it. Like because it, it it's on the 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 streaming network. Right. I think that they should be able to have rights to just whomever yeah, they, just want. they want. It's not as if that they're owned by any specific company. It's not like nope. they have to deal with anything. And again, the Titans they deal with a menagerie of characters who have a menagerie of villains. Ooh. So you could pick and choose kind of whoever you want. You can put them up on your little shelf. You have a glass yep. menagerie. You can <laughs> make sure they don't get any dust and on them. And, and you can do random gangs. You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? It could be anything. Careful though. Honestly, they're, they're it, very valuable. It, it could be anything. It and, could be anything. I, I feel like it's, I don't know. I, I kind of like where they're going. I'll be honest. And the reason is just because I hope Yeah. the biggest problem that DC always has is that they never commit. So if they commit to this, they, I think it could be really cool. And, just, and the fact, yeah. no, no, just, just hear me out. I think, I think that if you start turning it into both a teen melodrama in mm-hmm. addition to a superhero where all of a sudden they talk about, you know, sex and they talk about drug use and they talk about other things like that that don't often get brought up in comics in order to differentiate themselves as well as right. create sort of a Dawson's Creek meets, you know, um, what I don't want to th- wait. I, feel like, I don't want to wait for this network wait. to start. Tell me when it starts. I feel I feel like it's uh I, I feel like they, they could have something. Yeah. But but is this supposed to be Teen Titans? 
Yeah. Is it? Is it? I, I feel like it yeah. is. And because if, it, if, it, if it's not supposed to be Teen Titans, it's supposed to be a derivation thereof. I mean, they have all the main characters of the, yeah. of the um, animated series, so yeah, why not? Yeah, but, but there was also Titans. So th- there was, there's Teen Titans and then Titans, which are, it, it like, they, like if, right now it's like um, Robin, who is Damian Wayne, Kid Flash, uh, Red Arrow, and like all these younger characters. Then you have Titans, who used to be the Teen Titans, who just now happen to be like in their 20s. Right. And like early 20s. So I'm curious as if it, if it is going to be like a teenage melodrama just with like 20 year olds. Well, I, mean, I, I think I think it could be. And I think that. It, OK, so if it is Titans, right? Yeah. yeah. This this Titans. this may be the precursor to Teen Titans, right? Maybe. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I think this is uh, a lot of cast offs, maybe sidekicks, characters who, you know, obviously he has a bat of Robin. You have him as a former sidekick. I don't know how many of those these other characters that they've introduced are former sidekicks. They're maybe no kind one of coming else. to terms. So these are brand new characters. So he really is uh, maybe the mentor because he's yeah. he's seen some yeah. real sh- fucking shit. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he just sits there. He smokes and drinks scotch, yeah. but he doesn't like either. He's, and does he work in a in a police um, precinct? Yeah, that that's something. I is that did, something new? Not uh, in a circus. Yeah, he, he no. is not a circus. So oh, like, no. I'll do, although don't they mention they, in this that aren't you that person who is in uh, a circus? Aren't, yeah, aren't you that circus boy as a freak? Because you're a freak. Because you watched your parents die, you freak. Or is that from the trailer that I saw for the Teen no. Titans Go movie? No, 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 no. This is, no. no they, okay, they, do they did have say it. in this one. Okay, yeah. Yeah, because saw, yeah. they, they open up in like right, okay. and Ravens in the middle of a circus. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. And and she's like watching it, and then again somehow he's working for the GP. Gotham Police, yeah, GPD. That's GPD. You, you don't GPD. don't do this okay. to yourself. You don't. Have, no one's asking department. you to do I'm this. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought there was another report. Acronyms. I'm so sorry. No everyone. one's asking you to. Yes. Yeah. Um. I mean, I'll I'll watch the first three so that way mm-hmm. I give it a shot. I'm I'm also curious again how much of this trailer was just like the first few episodes as right. opposed to well, that's a good if point. this was just cut like also, bits and pieces. Also, it looks cheap, I think to me. It looks cheap and now, also Do you the, want do you want the inhumans back? We can give you inhumans if you keep this up. The violence, um the blood that they showed looked like it was just put in in post production. Yeah, like it was. really cheaply yeah. put in post production. Yeah. Like you know, listen, we're going gritty, we're going hard. It looks really after the fact. So I'm worried about this. I'm not too interested about it. it I'm going to wait until what people see, say it, it about looks, this. It looks like this CW. This it, yeah. Like um, yeah. CW money. Like, yeah. I mean, that's... It kind of looks like, I don't know if you guys know this, um, Son of Batman or Son of Bat. They do like Wolverine versus Wonder Woman and like mm-hmm. all these like weird extended poorly written fight scenes. It kind of looks like that. Interesting. And I'm really hoping because that writing's poor. Like it's the yeah. worst writing I've ever seen. So who's, inter- who's in- into this? It, when this comes out on the network, who's going to pursue this on the first day or first week? I'll wait until it, it's it's everywhere. Okay. I'll wait until like YouTube has a few, okay. few bits okay. of it and I'll watch it. Adam, what do you think? I, I I will definitely sign up for the thirty day free trial. Okay, um, just to just to sort of maybe get like an episode or two in when I have some time. And also, but, so we don't come back to it because uh, we might forget. They have announced that it is you can sign up for the pre sale yep. right now. I don't know why you'd want to uh, at this stage, <laughs> right? But it is seventy nine or so dollars for the whole year. Let me get the so actual like eighty dollars a year. I seventy four ninety nine uh, plus tax and all the crap, or seven ninety nine a month. And there's some savings and some other benefits yeah. if you decide to do the whole year as opposed to. So I, so actually, so we were talking about what this should be priced at. Yeah, they chose to go uh, stick with us. Here's some free months. Yeah, uh, if you sign up with us now, you know some incentives. Seven ninety nine is very fair. So, I was just say that. That I I think they did right. So on wait, price. what do you yeah. get? 
what do you get with this? Because I, I've, yeah. I've seen things where it's like you get comics, you get some, yep. you get some shows, but yes. like, what are you getting out you, of this? those things you just mentioned? And that's it. All, that's no, it. no, no, movies also. The whole I've, backlog yeah. of, mu- of movies that they've done. Yeah, yeah, I've, these seen, new shows. I've seen the promotion yeah. or the, the promotional art says you know a whole bunch of movies, all their shows: Wonder Woman, right. Batman, animated, live, um, all all that stuff. Yeah, Plus, you get it. special coupons, discounts. For movies coming out in the future, for example, if you sign up now, you get like uh, you get entered into a thing where you get like twenty percent off uh, an Aquaman uh, ticket when that comes out uh, later in the year. So there's there other incentives to try to get people to see. I their mean, crappy I, movies. I guess I'm curious about this. Like, does that mean they're going to slowly take away like Hulu has a whole bunch yeah. of DC animated stuff? Yeah. Amazon has like. All of the Batman animated stuff. Yeah. So I I'm think curious as to if they're gonna be like, sorry guys. It you... wouldn't make any sense if they kept it up. Exactly. There. I think they're gonna start to face. I just showed Sarah Heart of Ice. Much like I just my showed her illegal Freon for my eight year old or so <laughs> air conditioning unit. You know, they're phasing yeah. out my Freon yeah. that I that I need to keep it running and to keep me as cold as as Mr. Freeze as and, Ice and Did, Nora. You know, I looked at Amondo had a version of Mr. Mm-hmm. Freeze based on that episode. And I'm like, man, $140 is steep, but Get I it. still kind of want it. So that's uh, that's coming out. They haven't announced a release date for the network. $7.99, I think, is very fair at this point, especially with all the incentives they're going to give you. Yeah. So um, I'll be interested to you see. Get a, they're going to give you a whole bunch. So I think that's actually very good value, $7.99, for mm-hmm. everything that they are throwing at you. I was afraid that they were going to say, hey, look how much they were giving you. $16.99, right? And they could, I could see them trying to go and spin it in that direction. I'm curious as to if, if that's gonna like mm-hmm. also include like physical download, like physical issues of comics or like yeah. downloaded comics. If you can take them with you, or it's just all streaming. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, something like yeah, that. We'll We're see. like, like if you can also tack on like a subscription, like because mm-hmm. you know when you get the coupons in your old comic mm-hmm. books where it's like buy twelve, buy like a whole year of like Batman, but now it's only like a dollar per issue. I think you're gonna get some coupons. Okay, you're gonna get a you're gonna get a lot of clipping done of, on your a weekend. Lot of clipping. <laughs> You'll have a lot of paper. See, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure you can download. I mean, Amazon, Netflix, everybody yeah. else is doing it, so That's why right. wouldn't they? And they they seem to be fully savvy of the mm-hmm. price market and so yeah. on. So I w- I would assume that they would have similar contents and similar. Um, abilities as as all the other streaming networks i am really interested to see how wide of a net they cast when they want to start to do more original stuff well let's talk about that really quick uh they just announced today that star girl is getting her own series written Uh, by who is written by jeff johns oh it's okay okay so it's part of his thing uh it's they've they've ordered a 13 episode uh order uh and this is going to She's going to be fighting heroes or villains from the past. She is going to be involved. Sean Brennan's just taking a little stretch. Yeah. Uh, she's going to be involved in the original Justice League Society of America. Yeah. Which was, which predated the Justice League as yeah. we know it. So this um, is the Golden Age Justice League. Yeah. It so- had like all of your weird uh, old characters from those days. And she was a, a later inclusion when they re- uh, booted that group in yeah. the 90s or so star girl was brought onto it so it's going to be she's going to be a lighter character and it's going to be set in the past or there's going to be time travel and she's going to be hanging out with those guys yeah it's going to be interesting because again so i believe this is through the lens of star girl and she's like she's fresh faced teen mm-hmm. i don't know if she's like middle teen or like late teen but she's like fresh faced so she's you know full of vim and vigor yes and it's going to be interesting again because so you have a, a fantastic writer who hasn't really written anything bad, 
Um, well, this is going to be for television. Yeah, so, so, so it's going to be interesting to see how, how that translates. Yeah. That's right, that's right. Jeff Johns is, you know, I've said it over and over again, very, very talented. And, yeah. And on Jeff Johns, let's actually just kind of keep it with him. Let's keep keep going down the, the Jeff Johns uh, cool. row here on Jeopardy. Um, Jeff Johns <laughs> for, for 200. He is going to be doing some writing um, officially doing a monthly series as opposed to these big event books. He's actually doing quite a bit, and we'll get to him a little bit more. From Comic-Con, it was announced that he's going to be doing a month-to-month, a monthly Shazam book. I don't know much about Shazam. Um, I know that he keeps coming back up every, he like... keeps coming back no, up. No, but, like, every now and right. then, they, like, reboot everything, and then they're like, let's bring Shazam back, and he comes back for a while. <laughs> he's yet to And then get... just, like, he goes... Then he fades away. He I don't know what he did away. prior to the New 52, but he is yet to get a monthly series since the New 52, since that's about when I started reading comics. And they did bring him back for, as part of a, the second uh, tie-in kind of mini-series... In the, in the book of Justice League, the monthly book of Justice League, where you'd have your Justice League story, and then it would switch to a, a mini Shazam story yeah. as far as rewriting his origin. They did that for a little bit. That's as much of Shazam as far as a solo venture that they've done so far. So this is the first time you're going to be getting a monthly solo book. And Jeff Johns is a great, very super-duper competent writer. So that's going to be in November. Uh, big stuff happening in November. In addition to that, you also have another very exciting book, um, announced by DC for November as well. Green Lantern. Did you see who's writing Green Lantern? Come I did. November? The one man who believes that fifth yes. dimensional aliens reaches inside his head and can That's read right. your thoughts oh. just as we can read Batman's thoughts. Are these from his early 2008 tweets? Where no, 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 no. Grant Morrison no, so was just... This is from his autobiography oh, okay. that right. he wrote himself as if he was a superhero. We're talking about Grant Morrison. Yes, yes, we are talking about Grant Morrison, who, again, he's a great writer. Yes. But because of the way he wants... Because? <laughs> because of the way he wants to write things and because of the way he wants to come across with his big ideas, right. it really becomes muddled if you don't know his backstory. Right. Like, I just learned that apparently he was so high on drugs, he believed he was abducted by aliens. I did not know that about yeah. about Grant Morrison. Why, yeah. why do you have to be high on drugs to believe that? No, 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 no. no he, I, I know, I know, he was. But yeah. I'm saying, you know, I, I feel like I feel like he was. I feel like he believes that, and then he just sort of says, "No, I was high on drugs." You know, like, well, well uh, <laughs> no, but the thing is, though, he was high on drugs, and he also believes he was abducted by aliens because he believes, like we've all read Multiversity, mm-hmm. he believes that sort of universe actually exists right. where we are written by writers who happen to be alien beings and our universe, our our world is broken up into comics and people are just reading it. Yeah, whatever you gotta do to write comics too. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's very valid. Yeah. Whatever you gotta it's, do to get your, your comics written. Whatever but, you gotta tell yourself. But like it's like it makes so much more sense when yeah. I like think of all the stories that didn't make sense. I'm like, okay, Graham Morrison, I, I get it. You're high, everything works great. Aliens. So this is going to be a huge, gigantic, intergalactic playground for Grant Morrison to to work within. He's going to be doing a monthly Green Lantern book starting in November, and he is free because you have the entire galaxy to police. Yeah. If you're Hal Jordan, uh, they showed. I believe this is some of the the test work, the um, the early promotional work for his Green Lantern se- Green Lantern series, which which comes out in November. He looks wild. He looks crazy. You see a lot of uh, lights and different uh, suns and universes behind him. So I feel like this is going to go all over the place. Yeah. If there's any, only Grant Morrison can bring. If there's anybody who would write a story about dimensional 
Yeah. Like spectrums of color that deal with emotions. Yes. It's Grant. It's it's, it's Grant Morrison I, and Scott Snyder. I, I really I really hope it's like um, the Invisibles. Oh my God. You know, with uh, Grant Morrison's Invisibles meets sort of like um, almost the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen set into the into the uh, Green Lantern universe. I feel like I feel like that space. I feel yeah. I feel like that right there is just gold. I mean, I mean, liquid, liquid gold, unbelievable, <laughs> delicious gold. Even Freon's yeah. like, I want to be that golden. Exactly. How much? You know, I I just paid two hundred sixty six dollars. I don't mean to bring up my stuff <laughs> for a pound of R twenty two Freon for my my air conditioning unit. And he's like, oh, yeah. the the guy who came out to do it, the service guy came out. He's like, oh, it's like liquid gold. How I feel like that is more expensive than one pound of liquid gold. Uh, well, how much is one pound of think, liquid gold well, okay. going so for I, these days? Well, I looked that up first right. off. But <laughs> <laughs> well, let me just finish with the Green Lantern talk. So this yeah. is going to be very Hal Jordan based, obviously. And yeah. A, in the early promotional work, you see a big picture of Hal Jordan standing with no other supporting cast. Yeah. So you have Grant Morrison, Hal Jordan. He's you know he's his definitive Green Lantern as he is for many people. So it should be very interesting to see what direction he takes the Green Lantern universe because Green Lantern has been delivering some really solid work. Over the last couple of years, it's been the same writer who's been writing it, whose name escapes me, for like four years. Yeah. Ever since Jeff Johns left the book. It's yeah. been the same guy whose name escapes me. And it's been solid. I've, I've read Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps for, uh, on and off again for the last couple of years. And it's been some solid arcs. They, they've battled against the new gods. They've done some really cool stuff. But I think you need like a... In order to get people to care about Green Lantern, you need like a rock star writer. Well, I'm also interested in to see if this is... An- in continuity, because well, I hope so. Because that's the that's the weird thing. Are you going to have Grant yeah. Morrison like? Are you going to throw Grant Morrison continuity into your bubble? <laughs> because that's a lot. That's that, a lot. That's going to be intense. That, yeah. yeah. There, I feel. I feel like there needs to be almost like a compendium book oh, that goes with you know that goes along <laughs> that goes yeah. along with it. Right. Like like almost almost like J.R.R. Tolkien's Similarian. Oh, you know where we have a sixteen. Volume compendium that goes with the three book Lord of the Rings. I, I should have I should have had that when I was reading his run on Batman. I'm like Batman's or no? Or like reading Infinite Jest with all the footnotes. Oh man, it doesn't work. We'll see if that works. <laughs> or like even trying to get through what was it? Um, House of Leaves. That's oh, hard too. So another book that's coming out. We we're talking about you know a lot of big comic book news coming out of uh, San Diego Comic Con. Would you believe it? Jeff Johns <laughs> is in addition to doing. Shazam in November is also going to finally give us a follow-up to the the tease, the hints that were God teased all the way back in the Dark Side War, the the Justice League arc from several years, two years ago or so now, where he, Batman learned from the the Mobius chair. Am I is that the correct? Yeah, yeah. Mobius chair. Yeah. Um, that there are he was he's like what's what's Joker's real name? And the chair's like he's got three names and he, there are three jokers yeah. and he's like what so the batman three jokers is going to be written by jeff johns in november under his dc black label now this is they emphasize that this is under the dc black label which i think exists outside of continuity but this particular book is going to be in continuity okay so so i know sean brandon you were getting very scared for a second i was <laughs> i was because my question is so there's a lot of in and out of there's a lot of mostly out of continuity stories here so this right. is kind of your elseworlds but it's also more of like your marvel max where 
from what I remember, that you can be a little, you, you can say what you want to say. What's well, the idea of the Black Label? But yeah. I think this particular Black Label book is in continuity. Okay. So do you think that they're going to be able to follow all the rules of Black Label in the sense that they can freely kind of put in whatever speech they want? I don't know why you'd put the Black Label. I think it's... Uh, it's, I think it's, it's a, a selling point. It's a, it's a selling point. I think it's getting the black label name out there, but I think it's it's a contra- contradiction because the black label is supposed to be its own thing, and yeah. your your first real big black label book is a book with this, that's within continuity, which goes against the entire purpose. Well, they're also reprinting uh, White Knight. With speaking of which, really quick, um, the Black Knight, White Knight uh, thing that was written about a year ago by Higgins. He's got a very... Kyle Higgins, is that right? The White Knight series where Joker takes some medication and he ends up becoming good. Um, that's that's played out, out over the last year. Ago. Yeah, that, yeah. that just ended a few months ago. Is awesome. I recommend... Kyle Higgins, I think, has, has written it. Exists outside of continuity. I don't know. Is that on... We'll find out if that's actually carrying the black label yeah it is okay it's so that's going to part be of reprinted label. because there was a scene okay where joker so and harley quinn are actually nudie oh, okay um so it's going to it's going to be interesting because that was the whole thing where it was mm-hmm. oh like let like he, he he drew it anatomically correct and he just put in right <laughs> he just put a he just put the speech bubbles in there and i'm i mean i'm interested to see if they reprint out anything else like that, if mm-hmm. they go back in mm-hmm. and take some of these other stories and kind of give them a more updated version and updated reprinting, I don't really know. So in this picture that they have as the cover of Batman three jokers, which again comes out in November and this is shaping up to be a huge month for DC comics in November. Mm-hmm. And there's another big book, which we'll get to in a second. That is coming Sean out. Sean Murphy. Hey, Sean Murphy, that's right. No, I knew it was an Irish sounding name. It was, it was an Irish Kyle name. Higgins, I think, is another comic book writer. That is the guy from Power Rangers. Oh, okay, okay. Which is another book I'm sort of reading. Uh, so, <laughs> so you have the three Jokers sitting across the table in the uh, very similar look from uh, one of the more popular panels of, what's the name of um, the Killing Joke? Yeah. One of the, the, the popular san- can- um, panel where you have Batman sitting across the table, the interrogation table from the Joker. Yeah. And that's the cover, but he's sitting across the table playing cards with three Jokers. And you have one of the Jokers, uh, which I, I guess is your Silver Age Joker with a crowbar. Yeah. You have a Joker wearing a long coat, being silly. Uh, I don't I don't know. And I guess the one who's sitting closest to Batman at the table that is, is your more, of more your, modern. Yeah, that's your more modern one. Yeah. That has... So when the second Batman movie out of the trilogy that right. Nolan did, there was a comic... That was written by, mm-hmm. oh, the writer for 100 Bullets. Okay. Um, he had written that, and that was essentially a sequel to that, where Joker, like, it was set in that world with that Joker. Mm-hmm. So it was supposed to be that sort of Edward, no, that's not the name. Um, uh, Brian Azzarello. Yes. Azzarello. Okay. Yep. Yeah, he wrote that. So that's supposed to be your more modern take on the Joker. He's supposed to gotcha. be your much more grim and serious Joker. As you you kind of go from your Jason Todd murdering one right. to your killing joke murdering one, which is so weird. Is the Jason Todd murdering one? Did that take place? That took place post crisis, right? Or is that pre crisis? Because I think the one in the long purple coat is your. That's supposed to be killing joke crisis. But the one well, there's all right. So you have the one 
who looks like your silly Joker with a little uh, yeah, yeah. with a little tie, the little bow tie, the long bow tie thing. But he has the the crowbar, Maybe and then you have the long coat. Maybe he's just know. holding that. Maybe it's I, it's it's fine. Now but that you say that, it's gonna be I, awesome. Now that you say that, I do think that that's the classic one. That's mm-hmm. like the original version. Then you have the Killing Joke one. Then you have your modern one. Yeah, and the modern one is not smiling because they've done a more recent storyline where he is the man who frowns. What? So he. So the, over the last year, I, Tom King has been writing Batman. He is always frown. He was always frowning. I think he started smiling again. Good for him. Kind of. <laughs> and he's just—it's weighing on him so so much that he just keeps on getting uh, beaten by Batman. And until he he kills Batman, he is never going to smile again. Is that why he's been frowning? He's yeah, that's right. So that was, I I haven't noticed. I haven't known why. And I'm then just he like, teamed up with the Riddler, and then they went yeah, to yeah. war, and I guess now he's fine. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what's happening there. There's so much just jumping back and forth between. <laughs> and it's also like, so we have Tom King's Joker, but yeah. then you also have the Joker and Justice League. And then you have the Joker yeah. and, and another store. And it's like, ah, they're all doing stuff. And is it, is it the idea that there are three Jokers running around and Batman hasn't realized it? Or are but these other two Jokers hidden somewhere? Let's also just make, make a point that if there are three different Jokers because there's different books with him in it, then there should be three different Batmans because there's Batmans. Whatever. That's a good point. That's I'm excited for this year. Yeah, That's right. right. And then they shot that down because that was a great idea. <laughs> Stupids. So you also have Wonder Woman being kind of softly rebooted, not a renumbering, thank God. Is still going to carry the issue 58 number in November. And that is going to be written by your um, G. Willow Wilson, who is writing Ms. Marvel, and which is a runaway hit of a book relaunched that created this character who is now going to be in a starring alongside Gwen Stacy in this animated feature. So she has been writing this book since the book launched about four years ago and she's still on it. I'm not sure if she's planning on leaving that book. That's over at Marvel. Uh, this is writing for, for DC. She's also done some, some great work where she did an all uh, female cast of, Avengers uh, of, uh, of of female Avenger type characters led by Captain Marvel. Yeah, and she does great work in as far as running an ensemble. Everyone has relationships, even smaller characters. Everyone feels important, and I think she'll probably do the same thing for Wonder Woman. I hope taking her her supporting cast and really making them matter, which is something you know a lot of comic book characters struggle with, is making the people around them, the world they live in, feel important. The people they're fighting for really have weight, so it just doesn't feel like they're punching people for no reason. You know, uh, she should have a relationship with Julie from down the street, who <laughs> she sees every day. I want to learn about Julie from down the street. So you have it's called the Just War. And that starts in November, and she's going to be battling Ares, Ares the God of War from the Wonder Woman movie. We saw a version yep. of Ares, a uh, different version in the comics that you get. But uh, you're going to be seeing uh, Ares, God of War, and uh, apparently Steve Trevor goes missing in the eastern in Eastern Europe in the midst of a revolution, and Ares is there just trying to help out, as he does. So... Comics in November looks amazing. Just kind of scrolling through. You saw the uh, the Aquaman poster. Did yes. you see the Aquaman poster? What you, any, any thoughts? <laughs> yes. You know, again, so Aquaman and Wonder Woman are two characters yeah. who are who are the who are a part of the pantheon who mm-hmm. throughout the years I just didn't care about. Right. And there will be times when I when I want to and I, I want to get in there, but there are times 
after that, I just I just don't care. So maybe right. this is going to be a time where I care about these two characters. And apparently Kelly Sue DeConnick is going to be taking over yeah. Aquaman. Yeah, it's being she, relaunched. She I, wrote, I imagine November, I think. She writes Bitch well. Planet. And okay. she's also married to Matt Fraction. Awesome. So awesome. there's a whole lot of good writing there. I'm, I'm interested to see what that's like. Yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting that DC... They're they're always trying to find a hook, Marvel and DC, whether it be renumberings, relaunching, big events, which lead to you know spinoff you know books and things like that. Yeah. This they are banking on big writers to sell their books in November. They're like, listen, we got Jeff Johns doing a book, Grant Morrison doing a book, uh, G. Wilson Willow Willow Wilson. I forget if I'm getting that in the wrong order. Doing a book in November. Kelly Sue DeConnick, that's how you get people like, okay, these are writers I trust and I know, and they're all writing books at the same time yeah. in November. Let's roll. Well, it, well, you and, know? and not only that, but it's also like, you know, that's that's how you actually build your franchise. You yeah. have quality product. Quality product. Well, it's right. just that's like exactly when they reintroduced right. Moon Knight probably mm-hmm. three years ago, mm-hmm. they had Garth Ennis write it. Right. Warren, Warren Ellis, I'm Warren, sorry. Yeah. Warren Ellis. And he, he redesigned the character and brought yeah. him back in a very interesting style and that he only wrote it for a little bit though yeah, i was on he board only, he and then only he read like 10 issues and then he's he like i'm gone. and then I'm he's gone. like george costanza leaving on a high note <laughs> and i've always wanted more ever since no and that's exactly what that's exactly what's gonna happen yeah. they're gonna come in um just like with plastic man mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. that's being written by gail simone right now mm-hmm. they're gonna come in they're gonna really knock it out of the park and then they're gonna hand it over and hopes that like whoever's coming in next really can can write something oh really quick thing uh to the CW, God, there's so much content out there. The CW, super, Steeple of Superhero Shows, they're getting a Batwoman show. Oh, yeah. So, so that's cool. I, that's the closest you're going to get to Batman. I think that's awesome. I mean, it yeah, ought to be so interesting. Too. I think she's got an interesting lore. Yeah. Um, I'm curious as to how much they are going to go in the backstory. Yeah. Because depending on which story you read, there's a whole mm-hmm. lot of like weird sort of magic and sort of trauma that goes into yeah. it. Um, like the J.H. Williams one that he drew, there was also like Wonder Woman and Black Mask who also or Black Skull. Like it was literally a skull that was all black who smoked cigarettes and ran like a weird sort of like mythical CIA spiral sort of deal. So it'll be yeah. interesting to see what they do. What the Batwoman character, I know she was originally introduced like uh, forever ago, but they reintroduced yeah. her as part of 52. Mm hmm. The, the weekly series that came out back in like 2005 or something. And yeah. she, since then, has been a very, her character design is awesome. I think she's a very intriguing character. That's one that has my attention. Yeah. I will watch, definitely sit down and try to find that first couple, ep- those first couple episodes that are on the CW. Yeah. Uh, CW, you know, they do some good work. Good for those guys. Every now and then. They, Every now, yeah, yeah. They've, you know, they've stayed relevant, you know, since bringing with, with Green Arrow and Flash. They've done a good, good job. And I think um, Batwoman is, is, is a great addition to that staple of characters. Joker is got a release date. It is yeah. coming out in a year's time. Uh, Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix. Point? October I don't even understand 2019. Anymore. Joaquin Phoenix. This is one, if it is to be believed, one of two Joker movies that are coming out. But we know a lot more about this Joaquin Phoenix Joker film that's coming out. And Adam, you've been following this one pretty close. You have this. You have one the back out. tattoo you're working on, right? Yes. Of Joaquin Phoenix as, as the Joker, pretty, pretty much. I mean, it's he's... very unprofessional to bring your your tattoo guy in here. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> trying to. That's what that low gotta, hum is. In that's the back. what the low hum I'm, is. Yeah. I'm so busy. I I really just have to, you yeah. know, um, what what's it called when you 
multitask. Yeah, yeah that's that's what yeah, it is. That's what you're multitask. doing right now. You're also so. getting a shave. You have a professional barber in right now, and he's <laughs> he's doing a straight razor shave to you. Yeah. So if you ever feel like you're far away, it's because Adam is leaning back in in the shaving chair. It's great. It's well, great. It's, it's great. It's 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 a sight to behold. So Joker is coming out in a year's time. I thought, and it's just going to be called Joker. Very well, yeah, clean. Absolutely. Like, and, and, and it should yeah. just be a card on it. Yeah. There should be nothing else, and it should be very simple. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I, I I think I think, and especially because I feel like, well, first off, Joaquin can definitely play a crazy man, mm-hmm. so that's perfect. Yes. And yes. I feel like I feel like there's also there's also a darkness to it. And Joaquin's one of those people, just like Christian Bale, where he commits. So I feel like even if the writer doesn't commit, or even if DC doesn't commit, <laughs> he's gonna be like, "No, this is how we do it," and, and it'll be like, "Okay, let's yeah. see, let, let's I see mean, how this rolls." I mean, again, again, I so while everyone wants the Zack Snyder version of uh, Justice League, I want the the Jared Leto version of the Joker. Yeah. Just just nothing but Jared you Leto. Promised. Oh, good. That's, God. A, that's all I want. You know why? You know why? Because it was so promised. It was so just over the top. And he dove so into what he believed and what he was told was going to be that Joker. And he's just like, are you happy now? And I'm like, no, this was terrible. What are you doing? And yeah, like I'm more interested in that than I am like you just <laughs> love a great disaster. You just love a great disaster. Yeah, okay, movie. the thing is though, yeah, right. The there thing, is, the thing about the Walking Phoenix thing and the whole Joker thing is that like, it's not that I don't like Walking Phoenix. I love Walking Phoenix. Mm-hmm. He was great in him. No, her. I'm sorry. He was great in her. He's great in most of the movies that he does when he has like a really right. compelling story. But it's just, do you need a Joker story again? Do you need that? That's a great question. But here, here's the deal. We've never had a Joker story. We've always had a Joker being a part of something or right. a Joker as as a you know antagonist, but right. never a Joker story. And that's and always I, been the question. Do you yeah, need a Joker? Does the world do. want a Joker yes. story? But, okay, so, okay, so who's directing this? Well, we're going to get one. Who Who's writing and or directing this? this? Is, was this the Scorsese one where he was producing it? Yes, okay. he's, he's a part of it. Okay, I, so he's producing it, but who's I don't, writing I don't know it? if he's still a part of it. Right. That's my question. It, the question really is, who's writing and directing this? Because like, I, I have more faith in something that Scorsese just doesn't slap his name on because it sounds fun, who has a competent writer and director. Well, I think Joaquin Phoenix chooses good projects, and I trust him. And also, this he, is going to be on, I'm not sure if it's officially called the black label of DC Films that they're doing that is set outside of their DC Extended Universe continuity. I think this is going to exist in that. This is going to be set in the 80s, not within the DC Extended Universe. So they're free to do whatever the hell God, they want. If they just do the killing joke. I'm n- no, I'm no, no, no. I, I don't. I mean, it's Todd Phillips. I don't okay. think he's. What gonna... has Todd Phillips done? Yeah, enlighten me. Adam's gonna be looking that up. That's I great. thought that they, since this is coming out in October, I thought they could do the Got long Halloween. Homework. They could do they like oh they're like oh they were the name for the Joker film has been revealed. And I was disappointed. It was just Joker. I thought is this Joker. It could be the long Halloween. You know, I mean, something on a, more Halloween. Honestly, the only thing is, I, is think, I think book. we talked about this where I think it should be a very. It shouldn't be an mm-hmm. over-the-top film. I think it should be a very fragmented sort of memento sort of film where you don't know what's going yeah. on. Joker doesn't understand. But there's a whole lot of, like, backstory that's just weird. Like, this should be a very, to me, solid experimental film, almost like an Oliver Scott film when he did Natural Born Killers. <laughs> well, that got would be interesting. You've definitely got people's attention because that's this is something that they have not done in, in the theaters anyways, a live-action version of a Joker 
centered film. So you've got people's attention. So you can. I feel like ba- I, I feel like the second Batman movie was pretty Joker central. It was. Centered. But, I but, mean, it wasn't. Well, I mean, it depends how you approach it. If he is similar to Avengers three, where you could say that Thanos was the main character, where there are people running around trying to act as his foil, the Joker. Or if this is really Joker is getting 70, 80% of the film screen time. I don't know. Bat, Dark, the Dark Knight kind of definitely, he didn't, Jared Leto's, um, not Jared Leto. Christian, uh, uh, Christian Bale. Christian, Christian Bale. No, um, Heath Ledger's uh, Joker. Carl, just for naming all the actors. <laughs> Let's name, name all the actors. My cocaine. You, uh, he only got about 15, 20 minutes of screen time. So, I mean. Did you really? It, if that's how big he was. It felt like it was a 50 50 It really did. So this is going to oh, be man. the first ever, like, real joke. If he really is going to be the main now. character. I feel but so cheated. If it's called Joker, it's got to be about right. Joker. So. It, it should be. Okay, so so Todd Phillips. This is, yeah. this is why I remember him. Mm. And <laughs> I can't believe I forgot all this. Hit me with this. All right. So he wrote and directed War Dogs. Hangover, one, two, and three. Okay. Due what? date, road trip, Borat, Starsky and Hutch, old school. Jesus. So it's going to be a comedy. <laughs> this <laughs> is going to be, be a road amazing. comedy. All right, we'll see what it will This is going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. If it's like war, I really liked watching War Dogs because that was one of those times where I'm like, this is this is so weird. If it's if, if he can bring some of that, yeah. I'm into, ooh, no, he can bring some of that and a little bit of Borat. And there, yeah. we're, we're just like a little bit too far. Just people doing a little bit of Borat impressions and a little bit of Borat. And I, I feel, but especially if they're if they're doing this, you know, DC extended universe where you know Robin's going around causing blood and mm. and maybe cursing. Not, maybe cursing. Not, he's cursing. Um, I hope and I think that they'll say, "All right, let's push it. Let's do this." So yeah, that another bit of news in addition to the name being being unveiled and the release date, which comes out. October 2019, they could move around, so I'm not even going to go looking up the actual date. But October 2019, that's exciting. You also have uh, her her name. I know I'm ZZ Beats. Zazzy. Zazzy. Ah, so close. Um, <laughs> who stole the How show. You name your children. In Deadpool 2, work? where she, uh, well, you know, picked out of a hat mostly. <laughs> and what a hat. Uh, where she played Domino in Deadpool 2, and she was great. So she's been cast. In this Joker film, so there's a bit of news. It, it is obviously gathering a lot more steam than Jared Leto's project. Because oh, <laughs> I don't know if they're still planning a joke. We'll keep, obviously, people updated on that. Yeah, of course we are, because we got nothing better to so do. So two more days left in San, San Diego Comic-Con. It ends on the 22nd. And I'm just kind of scrolling through to see if there's been any other big stories that we kind of missed. A lot of panels. They did a Deadpool 2 panel for a movie that already came out. Uh, what's the point of of that exactly. <laughs> because Ryan Reynolds is bored. Uh, I know I'm the only person who cares about this. Dragon Ball Super revealed. Oh, with their... Oh, right? yeah. I remember Bro- that it one. Is Broly? How dare you? Is it Broly? You? Oh, I'm sorry. That was bro- I thought it was Broly. You like, are what's B-R- wrong o- with this family. Broly? He, Broly, uh, they, re- they revealed the first official trailer for the Dragon Ball Super movie. This is going to be a Broly that... These Dragon Ball Super films, last couple that have come out... Uh, you guys can just take a quick nap. Uh, the, the last couple that have come out have been in-continuity films. Where before with Dragon Ball Z movies, they were out-of-continuity films. So you've had already like three different Broly films that existed in the Dragon Ball Z number of movies that they did. This is the first ever Akira Toriyama, 
led he he wrote or was very uh, involved in the script writing. Yeah. He did well, the character he, he did the character he, design he for this. Off. He backed off, especially for the movies. Back even when he was involved with Dragon Ball Z, he really didn't get involved with the movies that they did. So he's very involved with this movie. This is his vision as far as how Broly fits into the actual continuity of Dragon Ball. Yeah. And this is going to have an impact going forward when Dragon Ball returns to TV in the future. Okay, so... So this is, this is the first Broly story that really matters. What happened... Because that was just a movie, right? He was yes. never. It was he was never. Broly the, has never been officially in the it main. It was like Garlic Junior, right? Yes. Although they did bring Garlic Junior into like the filler in. Not do not don't do it. So it's tough to. That's kind of uh, a gray area. But Broly has never officially been in the main canon of Dragon Ball. This is the first time that Akira. So this is Akira Toriyama's actual interpretation of the Broly character. Yeah, so he understands how popular Broly is. He wasn't his creation, but he gets... So he's actually bringing Broly into the fold. Yeah. Officially. And Broly has a slightly different design. Is he... At, he looks awesome. Is he as buff? Like, yes. Like, You're gonna get the some, chase. If is that's what you want, buff, you are going to get buffness. I want, I want veins. Super buff. And I want super big hair. No pupils or eyeballs. <laughs> no, none no of that. No pupils. Dilated. Everything's dilated. Every, I want shark eyes. Shark Ooh, eyes. That's I love right. shark eyes. So it looks awesome. The animation style has been tweaked uh, to look a little less uh, detailed to when, for the fast action. So okay. that's going to be a different... Uh, so that comes out in December, I believe. Are you excited? I'm very excited. Um, I love... You know, Dragon Ball Super ended its its run a few months ago, uh, kind of all of the sudden, and this this movie in, in December Angry. is set in that same continuity, which continues the story left off when they ended the series, and will probably be the launching pad to a new series that they're going to debut soon. Is, so it's cool, and the movie doesn't it, it matters, and it's does, in, does in this continuity. involve pink hair? Yeah, isn't that God mode? Yes, that's okay. Super Saiyan God, and that's it's red. It's like red hair. Is it like is it red? I thought it's it was like, like a, a pink, hair. almost like a almost like a radish. No, you're just colorblind. Perfect. <laughs> we should really do a review <laughs> show where we just watch episodes of Dragon Ball Z, and you guys just get to. I get say really, so. <laughs> really so let's dive in. so let, let's let's really bring up something yeah. that's near and dear because if we do this, let's do this right. Mm-hmm. Um, Mystery Science Theater Three Thousand is starting a comic book series. Oh. On what? Based they, upon what? They are taking comics that are in public domain and they are inserting their what? characters, um, you know, all three characters as these different, uh, you know, characters within the comics and sort of uh, making fun of dialogue as well as, you know, sort of like almost breaking the fourth wall. Oh, nice. Nice. It's, it's, it's Hi, I've heard about this. Awesome. Yeah, no, this is news to me. I'm curious how, how they're going to show that. If it's going to be panel by panel or if they're going to look at the whole page. Mm-hmm. Because let's be because that's that's going to take a that's a lot of scrutiny. That's almost like a YouTube bunch uh, of scrutiny. Yeah, that, that's like a YouTube um at video essay where it's just a lot of scrutiny going so in. So that's uh, also been for a different sect of people. Um, that is also a big story coming out of <laughs> Dragon sense. Ball, uh, the Dragon Ball Super movie news, the first trailer coming out of San Diego Comic Con goes on for two more days uh, as of this recording. So July 22nd was when it finished. It started on the 19th. So this is now day two when we're recording this. So more yeah. news. But day, day one is kind of the biggest. And also, yeah, I think it was confirmed officially that there is no Snyder Cut. This has been mentioned yeah. a couple I times. I don't know why Just everyone, kind of scrolling through I don't know why everyone wants that. Oh, don't forget about the big news with Marvel. Mm-hmm. 
was it what which which, which is with that? Comcast? Oh, okay. The Comcast has officially pulled their bid. Yeah, yeah. So they Fox, pulled out. Yeah, like so Marvel is really going to be there. There's nothing now standing in the way, short of I guess the courts blocking the acquisition the of two billion dollars Fox Studios. Uh, Marvel is officially nothing is now stopped standing in their way from bringing all of the Fox owned Marvel characters into the MCU. So that's great going forward because I'm sure they have some plans after starting with phase four and beyond because yeah. um, now it, one of their aces in the hole uh, is a little in in question. There's it's in peril a little bit with Guardians of the Galaxy volume three. Yeah. So they need something to sort of just in case I mean, that is something where they're they need to try to write the ship that you know, they need one of those fox you know maybe an x-men movie to kind of stabilize yeah. things to i don't know so they have one one of their properties in phase four already kind of i'm i'm curious how trouble. much because he's written the script mm-hmm. and i'm pretty sure it's been finalized so i'm yeah. curious as to how much pre-production they've had that they're going to allow him to finish and then hand it off to a T- new director waka td td what what is it again waka td yeah, let's just go with that. Waka, is it Waka? Waiki? Doesn't matter. I am going to get some phone calls on my oh, landline. So, so he, but he's replacing him, though. I don't know if it's official. I mean, that would be great. He that did, would be perfect. He, he did a great job with Thor Ragnarok. Oh, yeah. He's the perfect selection for this, but it'll be. I think it'll be fine regardless. Um, the MCU is, is very strong. Oh, uh, what else? What other things happen? Anything else? Any final business? Final final business to bring before the committee yes. before I begin to close. Before yes. I begin to close. Before we turn off the Freon on the Super Friends <laughs> super ship and let it just kind of drift into space. I'm not sure why we're running the AC in space. We should kind of maybe. It's fine. It, it gets it gets hot in here. It's it a does. small room. It's a small recording booth. So on, so on fir- so first off, a uh, a pound of gold will cost you seventeen thousand dollars. Whereas. Okay. A, Whereas a pound of Freon will cost you two hundred, a pound of printer ink will cost you around two grand. Oh god okay? damn it! So we have our priorities. Messed just up. just things to think about in the future. But here's here's the thing: <laughs> as we're moving into that that dystopian future, slowly but surely. Here, here's the thing that I found kind of sad. I hate to end on a dour note or whatever else, but uh-huh. John Schnepp, right? So he's the director of Superman Lives. Okay. Okay. He, the he documentary. Passed, yeah, he yeah. passed away at fifty-one. Oh, um, that's too bad. I think today or or, or yesterday, but the um, yes, yeah, so Superman lives. That their whole thing that was never done, or Superman reborn with right. uh, the nineties and so on, right? And he he was also big in Metalocalypse. But the thing that sort of blows my mind is that they had a fundraiser for his health, hmm. um, for his medical bills. So they had a go. They have a gun GoFundMe page, which kind of blows my mind because he was extremely successful i thought like he's been around for a long time and been in the industry and been everything else and yet and yet he still needs help with his medical bills so it kind of makes makes me think about the whole industry being like Uh, no this is just a middle class job to actually work through all this stuff they probably don't have benefits unless i don't know unless you're you're like in the freelance writer you don't have benefits yeah unless you're in the guild or or whatever i'm not sure how that works that's sad that's sad news yes adam yeah one last thing of course okay um netty okafor is uh, writing the new comic for Black Panther Shuri. Oh, okay. Oh, yes, I, I did hear about this. Yep. So, so she's she's a sci-fi writer. Uh, she she usually focuses on novels. She's I think she's done a couple of comics and standalone comics and stuff of that nature. But she's going to do a um, a series on Black Panther's uh, Shuri. Now, so. for those people who have seen Black Panther, she is Black Panther's little sister. Yeah, tech who genius. Who is the tech genius. I don't know if she, like, what she, the character was like in the comics before that movie came out. 
if was she the White Panther at some point? Like, what did she go on to do? I, I don't know Black Panther well enough to like, say, it, but I, I know I know this was this is being hailed as you know like a really big yeah. thing because it's like oh look a a black woman is going to write a comic book for a black woman, yeah. and so it's it's like this is this is sort of a. a a bigger yep. risk because there really aren't a lot of comic books out there for that demographic. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. this is, you know, this is either going to succeed really well or fail really terribly. I, I think of like J.J. Abrams, um, where they where he wrote the spy comedy for the uh, the black couple, and he did it because there's there aren't many, you know action tv series starring right. black people and and it failed miserably and he said we did exactly what uh was predicted instead of what we wanted to do you know what would be the biggest thing ever and i don't want to stereotype anyone yeah and this oh, will, this is go. what i'll leave this and you're, i can't wait for you to do these it. are my final thoughts dragon ball <laughs> is fantastic and i love it but you know who really loves dragon ball and i don't mean to stereotype at all i do not mean to stereotype at all Black people love Dragon Ball. Okay. Wow. Don't 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 think. Okay. So okay. Black well, people. No, no. Hold on. Hold and on. And that is a cast made For, of white people. If you made a black Dragon Ball, if you had like uh, introduced a black character in Dragon Ball and did like a spinoff thing geared towards I, black people. I just want to say to anyone listening to this, I, I, I don't hold Look, me accountable of, for Shaq. anything that gets said after this. Please. <laughs> Marvel, DC, Oni, Shaq, Image, please Sha- don't. Shaquille Baker, who who is oh, a super man. friend of the show, huge fan of Dragon Ball. Yeah. It, if, it, black people love Dragon Ball. Don't, I'm just God, saying. I'm just this saying. Is, this is t- I can't wait to cut all this. I can't wait. <laughs> I, I hope all this is cut. So we'll, just, just, I'm just saying, if you want to make some money, oh, black, Dragon Ball. Oh God! Again, image. Take it, it doesn't represent me. <laughs> it's your black label. Take it. Oh God! So At SeanDwyer.com, you can find me on Twitter. <laughs> Don't go back through my tweets. At New Super Con- <laughs> Podcast, where you can find the the podcast on Twitter. Adam at Adam. R. Adam Pat- R. Patterson. Patterson and at Sean Sand Sugar. No, don't include me. Any other final thoughts, guys, before we uh, turn off the air conditioning? Uh, so we bravo don't break to Robert Kirkman for releasing a comic that yes. had no press whatsoever. Yeah, and that's why issue one of Walking Dead. Are you talking about Walking Dead? No, I'm talking about Die, Die, Die. Oh, I don't know what this Die, Die, Die was released. Because, because there was no press. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah, it was released last week. No press whatsoever. God, he grabbed that first issue. Yeah. <laughs> Grab that first issue. That's going to be similar to Walking Dead, where the first issue of a modern comic, Walking Dead, is worth like, I don't know, $15,000? Yeah, and maybe. that's a modern comic. Maybe if you're able to find so, something. Die, die, die. Go get it. Good tip. Adam Patterson, any other final thoughts I think you're into these days? Maybe that it's not related to superhero comics. Like I want the heat to end. It has been six yeah. weeks into summer, and I'm done. <laughs> no, I'm no, done. no. You, <laughs> I do not want your 20 months no. of winter. You, you don't understand how fat people are with with heat. We hurt. We suffer. Yukon <laughs> Ho, Adam. Yukon Ho. Get in your sled and just go to the Yukon. It is, you'll find a new <laughs> land out there. And the, the closest I get there is the Klondike in the ice yes, cream bar. But. <laughs> so the next episode will take uh, – hopefully we can get some good uh, Wi-Fi reception up in the Yukon for our next episode, 170, a good round number. And we'll have all of the San Diego Comic-Con fallout and some other stuff, a bunch of other things I imagine are going to be happening between now and then that I'm sure we will talk about. Uh, that's it for us. Um, find us again for that episode. Whatever you found us, leave a review or comment. Um, that helps other people find the show. 
buffalocitylife.com, Spreaker, Streaker, whatever rhymes with those words. I'm sure we're also on those networks and those networks exist. Uh, final thoughts, guys. Final words going out. Go out on. Image, again, I'm not responsible for anything inside in this episode. I was once asked, how are you doing today? And I said, living the dream. And they said, whose dream? And I started to cry a little, just on the inside. <laughs>